It was a beautiful sight to see yesterday in Brazil. The Brazilian people have had enough and they're having their voices heard. As you can see, there's a sea of just yellow and green, and it's all in support for their former president, Bolsonaro. Now, as you guys can see there, there according to reports, over 750,000 supporters who came out to support the former president. Now, we've talked about it on the show before, Brazil is going after Bolsonaro, and they are looking to do so at all costs. And it has to do with, you know, their new leader, obviously, who's not a fan these days, uh, Lula da Silva. He is the individual who is now leading Brazil. And Silva, as many of our experts have told us already, he's not really the one who's pulling the strings after going after Bolsonaro, of course. We're told that that is Brazil's Supreme Court, which uh, many people have alleged is extremely corrupt and biased. But don't take my word for it. Let's bring in somebody who was censored by the Brazil's uh, Brazilian Supreme Court. Let's bring in Paulo Figueroa. Paulo, thank you for jumping on with us today. I want to tell our audience that you are an award-winning journalist, of course, and you do host your own show. It is available on Rumble. I highly recommend our audience going over there and subscribing. Paulo, thank you for jumping on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So there's so much to unpack right now in Brazil. We were flooded with the images, only on social media, of course, of Brazilians protesting and supporting Bolsonaro in the streets. Bolsonaro did come out and he was, you know, waving Israel's flag. And it was just, it was a great sight to see. So tell us a little bit what was happening yesterday in Brazil, because the mainstream media is not covering it. And uh, I think it's very, very important for Americans to see that Brazil is pushing back. So what happened yesterday in Brazil? Well, uh, well, there's some debate over the exact numbers, but just to give you an idea, the 2019 Sao Paulo uh, LGBT uh, Pride Parade held a record of uh, around 3 million people in their event. And, and yesterday's event, at least the images show, it blew those numbers out of the water. So we're probably talking about way more than 700,000, 750,000 people. Uh, according to some accounts, what we saw yesterday in Brazil might be the biggest uh, in, in Brazilian history. So it was significant. And uh, it, this, this marks the first massive return to the streets since Bolsonaro presidency ended. Uh, up until 2022, it was pretty common to see Brazilian, uh, patriotic Brazilians rallying. But uh, things really shifted after January 8th. That day, uh, it's our January 6th. Uh, a group stormed public buildings, including the Congressional Building. Uh, really uh, very similar to what happened uh, in the United States on January 6th. So after that, population was, the people were, they were just afraid uh, on uh, about going on the streets again. To over around 2,000 people were arrested on that day, so people were afraid. Afraid. Uh, so they have the, since Bolsonaro left office, there have been another protests, a couple of them, but this one is the first backed by former President Bolsonaro himself. So we're talking about over a hundred uh, members of Congress, senators, governors from the three biggest states in Brazil. And, and other high-profile pictures uh, speaking, and, and it was definitely beautiful, definitely beautiful. Uh, very peaceful, 
very organized. There's nothing, no incident to report. We prove which what proves which proves that what happened on January eighth was not something um, well common to say the least. Yeah, yeah, and it looked like a beautiful gathering of people in support of their former president. Uh, Lula da Silva is the leader now, and it's interesting because you see the Israel flag, and there's a reason for that. Why are so many Brazilians waving that flag in the crowd? Well, uh, so Lula has been making several anti-Israel um, comments, and the worst of them was last week when he compared what uh, Israel was doing uh, with uh, in in Gaza right now. He compared that with a Holocaust. So and that was that was terrible. Of course, it's uh, Israel's uh, self-defense rights, right to protect their people, uh, being compared with uh, something perpetrated by the Nazis, and one of the most horrible tragedies in the history of mankind. And Lula did that on purpose. He's aligning the international uh, politics of Brazil to China, Iran. Um, and and other countries as well. So, I mean, the Brazil, but the majority of Brazilian people support Israel. It was very, the population did not approve that comment, although Lula himself, still not very unpopular uh, at this point. The, the, the main focus of the prote- protests for the escalating dictatorship in Brazil, uh, the crackdown of political opponents, especially targeting President Bolsonaro himself, um, which rumors say that he'll be uh, in prison very soon. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It really is. But we're seeing kind of like a mirror reflection of what's going on here in the United States where corrupt judges are are targeting the political opposition and it's the regime who's doing so. So it's interesting to watch. I know that's why so many Americans are interested in what's going on in Brazil. And and yet again, we don't really have a platform, the mainstream media to kind of look into it. So you're a great resource for that. Uh, You just mentioned that Lula's approval numbers really aren't um, damaged into There's not really much in the way of a disapproval for him right now, a majority, you'd say. Um, What is it going to take? Because it seems like Brazil so quickly kind of has shifted and changed, the government especially, uh, since Bolsonaro stepped away as president. Uh, Are they close to kind of seeing what's happening with their government, the Brazilian people? Or do you think that it's going to take more, uh, potentially the incarceration of President Bolsonaro, to kind of change their minds? Well, uh, Lula's approval right now is in the still in the 40s percentage-wise, so it's not too bad. Well, when you see Joe Biden with uh, 30-something percent approval, uh, you see other leaders in Latin America, in Colombia, uh, for example, the approval, their approval is below uh, 30%. Uh, so Lula's not doing so bad. The main reason for that is because he inherited the uh, the economy in great shape that Bolsonaro left. So we're still not feeling, completely feeling in Brazil, the outcome, the results of, of his policies. So that's the main reason why his popularity is not too low yet. 
Um, but it's a different thing because Bolsonaro has an approval, again, uh, himself close to 50%. And the population is watching what's happening to him. And it's extremely unfair. Uh, the, the charges against him are really ridiculous. One of them is that he disturbed the whale. Uh, I mean, uh, the actual whale, the, the mammal, uh, because he rode his jet ski close to a whale. And then the Ministry of Foreign uh, of, of Environment of Lula uh, just pressed charges against him. And he, he actually had to depose on the federal police about that. The other charges are really ridiculous. Uh, they're about uh, him uh, supposedly falsifying the his vaccination card, COVID-19 vaccination card, in order to come to the United States, or the fact that he sold um, some uh, jewelry that he received as a gift when he was president. And he was allowed to, but apparently there's some discussion about it. And, well, of course, the, but the main investigation is if he tried or not a coup uh, in early 2023 after he left office, which is kind of funny as well, in a sense, because he was in the United States on vacation on, on January 8th, for example. Uh, he left power before the end of his term, came, came to the United States. He was supposed to leave office on, on January 1st, 2023. He left to the United States on December 30th, 2022. So, he didn't uh, watch uh, Lula's inauguration in person. He was here in the United States with no control of the army or, or over the military. So it's, it's kind of laughable. But still, um, he, I mean, there's a good chance he'll go to prison because of that. Uh, there are reports that the current dictator of the country, uh, which is the Supreme Court Justice Alexander de Moraes, threatened Bolsonaro with a, an arrest if he so much has whispered criticism against the Supreme Court on his speech. So the talks about Bolsonaro being jailed is they're, they're ramping up. Just last week, for example, mainstream media magazines claimed that the army is already preparing a cell for him in their uh, headquarters because Bolsonaro is a former military. Uh, so it, things are not looking great for Brazil right now. And and this is the way of people demonstrating they have no voice on mainstream media. Yeah. So they, they're being ignored by the authorities, mainly the Supreme Court. So this is the way they were able to make their voices heard. Yeah, it's all disturbing. And you speak about how the Supreme Court in Brazil is kind of censoring him from speaking out and calling out this level of corruption we see it here in the united states president trump is getting a slap of gag orders and he's just supposed to sit there and allow them to trash through anonymous sources in the media and he can't defend himself they are tainting the jury pool here in the u.s and he can't do anything about it which is disturbing uh, but speaking of president trump you saw the president you met with him uh, over at cpac so we have to hear how is the president doing and uh, did, did you have any moments to kind of chat it up with the president? I know he was busy this weekend. So did you have a second to kind of catch his ear on anything? We actually did. I, have, I haven't seen the president uh, in a while for a while. And he looked great. He, he didn't age a single year. He is, he's in great shape. He actually lost weight since the last time I saw him. So he looks like he's in good shape. Uh, very different from the sitting president of the United States. So that's for sure. Very energetic. Uh, we talked 
uh, I was with uh, the son of President Bolsonaro, Eduardo Bolsonaro, and who's a congressman in Brazil. And Donald Trump showed he was very aware of what was going on in Brazil. And he showed that he just offered uh, his concerns with the country. He had a he has President former President Bolsonaro. He holds him in high esteem, and so it was it was pretty nice. And he said a couple of things that I can't say on air. <laughs> I'll always try to pry though, but <laughs> it was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. Paulo, thank you for joining us again, guys. Go look at his Rumble page, subscribe. You're giving all the information out that sadly we're not hearing about in Brazil. And so we're thankful that you're doing that. And you're so good at it that you're being censored by the corrupt courts in Brazil. So thank you for that. And we appreciate your time. And we'll keep our audience in the loop of everything that's going on right now in Brazil. Because if Bolsonaro gets arrested, it's going to be a heartbreaking day uh, for many Americans because we are very much connected with Brazil and uh, President Bolsonaro. So we will keep everyone up to date. Thank you, Paulo. I can't seem to shut up about how amazing the quality of my sleep has gotten since I switched over to my pillow products. Yes, I know you probably heard of it before. But these new products that just came out, the 2.0 line, are incredible. My Pillow 2.0. I'm sleeping on My Pillow Giza bed sheets. I'm also using the new My Pillow. And let me tell you something, guys. I am sleeping like a baby. The bed sheets are incredible. It's literally so soft and yet so thick that you feel like you're sleeping at a five-star resort. Excuse me, where's the lobby? Down the hall and to the left. Thanks. Now, if you're interested in getting a better night's sleep, you gotta head over to mypillow.com. Use promo code Brianna, that's B R E A N N A. If you're looking to save up to 66% off, you gotta go now before they sell out, guys. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm gonna say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.